Hey guys, welcome to We Were Friends in High School, the podcast where I reunite with high school classmates for my graduating class of Wissican High School in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm Brad Corbett, class of 2001. Thanks to Max Wood for episode 226. It's available in the archives. I heard from a lot of people that remember Max and know Max that have enjoyed him for years, and that really came through in our conversation. So go back and listen. Again, if you haven't had a chance, it's available everywhere you get podcasts. Also, subscribe to youtube.com slash redshirtplayer. Last week, I dropped a special Hall Pass episode with Lizzie Black. She's talking more in depth about her time in the Dominican Republic some of the living conditions she saw and experienced herself and how it helped shape her going forward. And that's available at youtube.com slash redshirtplayer. Follow the show on Instagram and on Facebook at We Weren't Friends in High School. This week, my guest is Maria Rowe, a.k.a. Maria Gigliotti. I had some classes with Maria, but I think the two things I really remembered about Maria going into this were that she started in Catholic school, and she married fellow 2001 classmate Zach Rowe. And despite Maria and I both growing up in Ambler, I never knew her before she came to Wissahickon. So this is a chance to get a fuller picture of Maria and her family life growing up. So here is my conversation with Maria Rowe, a.k.a. Maria Gigliotti. Wait, cheers, because I, I have my wine. Oh, we said that was water. Oh, sorry. You know. <laughs> no, no, I guess. There we go. Okay, okay, good. Okay. So I'm not cheers. the only one drinking. No, cheers. No, like, absolutely. <laughs> I may even, like, I, I had, like, a big a big discussion with myself on what I was even going to drink. And, um, you know, I was like, oh, maybe wine, but I only have a red. And I didn't know if I really wanted to drink a red right now because it's, like, so daylight out still. Yes. I know. I have white. And then I have white claws in the fridge. And then I was like, should I drink white claws? But I already had this wine open. So I was like, yeah, I'll stick with the wine. If, I had, I, white if I had white, I would I would have gone with a white. Uh, so this is cool that uh, we're doing yeah. this because, you know, I don't really I, I remember having classes with you. Um, yes. And but I don't I didn't really know you. And it was really interesting when I talked to George because him coming from Ambler Catholic right, was like yeah, a, a whole other world. Right. I had never really thought about where it was such a small community. And then you're coming into this, uh, coming yeah, into we this. came in, in high school. Yeah. So like we didn't have that. Yeah. We didn't have, I mean, I knew kids from like in our grade, but we, you know, we went to this small school, our eighth grade class, there was 18 of us. That's it. Wow. And so, you had known each other from like. Yes. And most of them were my cousins. So it, I mean, yeah, like since preschool. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it was crazy. So were you yeah. from Ambler? You grew up in Ambler? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in on Mount Pleasant. Wow. That's so funny. You know, like yeah. it, it was always like this, this other world. And, you know, I was friends with Leon Osowski, who I don't know if you knew Leon. He was about four years older than us. Uh, no, or three. No, he no. was a senior when we were freshmen. And it was like, hey, why doesn't my friend go to school with us? Like he lives right up the street. How come he's not in school with us? And I never got this concept of like this other school that existed, especially because I did go to Madison Avenue. So like, right. I was familiar with the area. And it was like, who are these kids that like my yeah. age? So when you, you know that you grew up in Ambler, 
right? Even so, I, you know, I grew up in South Ambler, um, but even right. then, I didn't even know you from like around Ambler. Right, right, from around Ambler. Yeah, because we kind of stayed in our, I mean, we, you know, we, we go there from kindergarten. My sister went to Madison Avenue, though, for just for kindergarten. And then my mom put her back at Ambler Catholic, but then she took her out for middle school. So my sister went to the middle school and then to the high school, but I stayed until eighth grade. And then it was kind of like, where are you going to go? What? And it was always like, well, we're just going to go to a second. <laughs> did you have a choice? Did you, or did you want to go anywhere else? Um, we visited like Lansdale. Cat- I think, I feel like there were so many Catholic schools like that we, or like that you could have chosen, but it was expensive to go there. And my parents were not going to like pay and I was like, no, I think I want to go to Wissahickon because it's public school and I never went. It's cool. And we knew some kids from there. So I was like, no, nah, we'll just go to public school. And my mom was like, yeah, that's where you're going. <laughs> so. Yeah. When I asked George like about the difference between like, you know, his experience there and, and Wissahickon, it was like there were no like clicks or anything from from your perspective. You know, what was your they were definitely, I mean, there was, there was only 18 of us, but there was definitely uh, like the boys. I mean, there wasn't that many, but it was like Kevin McCarthy, Paul Gagliardi, and then Dan Frick, he went to Upper Dublin. So I, I don't think he came through with Zaken, but he was like a cool kid that went through there in our grade. And then it's always been me, Elisa, Stefania, and Danielle. <laughs> That's always kind of our click that we've always been but I think there definitely was whatever we had I mean as small as we were yeah you know like Like I think yes I definitely think there was yeah it's only natural right or when your kids like you just kind of oh that person's kind of cool or you know yes it's like oh they get to do that yes yes and Elisa and I you'll hear me say Elisa and I a lot um but we were our parents were very strict so we were not allowed to do anything so we definitely were like oh they get to do this that's so cool we don't and this was probably for our own good that we didn't get to do those things but at the time we were very very bitter about it so then what were you uh what were you guys doing as you know especially i'm always interested in what was the girl because i just have the tv perspective of like we Kelly went to the mall Jessie. a lot yeah yes no i know i know your obsession would say by the bell but and i used to watch it too but i don't really remember and but the only episode that like really sticks out was when jesse took like uh ritalin right or something like just I, that stands out yes like yeah. that stands out but but no we went to like the mall or each other's houses or like just hung out and we used to walk around Ambler a lot. Like, I don't know how my, I would never let my kids just walk around <laughs> like a, our town, but we used to just always go for a walk. Me and Elise and Stefania, we would like meet by Nick's, I don't think it's Nick's Deli anymore. It's Philly famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm terrible at with the, street names. At like, at the, like the little, yeah. yeah, Spring Garden. Yeah. And uh, I want to say maybe Tennis Tennis. Ave, yes. And, uh, maybe uh, Ridge or something like that. Ridge. And then Re- Rena used to live on that other street. That's like right there. There's like a little church. I, there's like so many, like you said, four away. So yeah. we used to meet there and then we would just kind of walk around and see what was happening in Ambler. And then we would all just go home. It was crazy because there were no cell phones. We just said, we'll meet at the corner 
at six o'clock or whatever. And then we told my mom, all right, we're going to walk around and then I'll be home before it gets dark. And yeah, which is crazy because I would never let my kids do that. That was one of the cool things about Ambler and I've compared it to other people who lived in Bluebell and stuff, you know, getting rides. We always just walked, right? You just walked yeah, in. Yeah, there you so just many, walk anywhere. It was so walkable, sidewalks, your bike, whatever. And our parents just let us go. I, I said it like they almost, they pretty much let us play in traffic. Like there was no real, yeah. just go ahead. Yeah, and my mom used to work on the weekends and my dad would be at home and we would be like, Danielle Tumul used to live across the street. And so we would be like, all right, well, we're just going to go ride our bikes. And my dad would be like, well, okay. And then that's it. We would leave like for the whole day and just ride around. And my grandmom lived in Ambler and Danielle's grandmom and her aunt. So we would like, you know, go to different people's houses, but we would just be kind of riding around Ambler. And then we would just kind of come home or we used to go to the dollar store. Remember the dollar store that was over there? Dollar General or something. Yes. I remember always going to that dollar store all the time. I love bubble yeah, bike. So, I love yeah, bike. No, it's, and now it's the, all nice. But. Oh yeah. It's, you can't, you know, you got to really work to afford to, to even go there. But I was talking, I think with Chris Stout about like Reagan shoe stores and, and yes, no, I remember and, going and shopping there in the one store that had like the checkered floor that you would go in and out. And me and my sister would just run out one door, like just run around like yeah, while like they shopped for socks or it was something. next to Denny's and, Yes. Yeah. 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 I know it was crazy. All the older stores that used to be there, but yeah, so we would just kind of do that and go to the mall and hang out and talk on the phone a lot. I talked on the phone every day after school. Did you have your own line? No, I didn't even have my own phone. I had to go in my parents' room upstairs so I could, and my mom would get so mad because at that time there wasn't even call waiting. So if someone was trying to call, it would be busy. And my mom would get so mad at me because I'm like, I have to talk. I always was gossiping about something. So I was, I always got in trouble a lot for doing that. I don't think we got called waiting till high school. Cause I remember it was like a separate little like machine thing that when you got home, you could go through and see who called. Oh, caller ID. Caller ID. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that too. But yeah, call waiting. I don't think I had till high school. Um, for, you know, what was for you being a girl, I imagine, uh, probably sought after more than a guy would be sought after. So when I asked George about, you know, dating and stuff like that, you know, he wasn't dating, but for you being a girl, what was your experience, um, being that Ah. age, 12, 13 for me, you know, I always looked at it as like, it was too advanced for me. I saw things were like, coming about there were definitely things happening that i was hearing that i didn't know at the time i had to like ask like what i don't even know what that is but i i mean always had a boyfriend (laughs) i mean it wasn't like you know what we saw each other at school and that was it or we talked on the phone when we got home from school but right that was it so it was i think my first like real real boyfriend was my husband which was when we were seniors. So. Wow. Um, you said your family was strict. So was there like for you, like friend wise or just social wise, were you like, you know, my parents, my dad was very strict as far as like who I could have over at the house and you know, who I could. Yeah. So it really affected like who I could be friends with almost because I knew yes. like, you know, and that's where a lot of times when I talk about the show, like, you know, who my friends are, it's like, 
well, did we know each other's parents? Did we know each other's families? Like, was it really those those other three girls right. that was like it was pretty limited to for friends? It, well, yes. Number one, because our parents were friends and like my parents were immigrants. And so so was Elisa's and Stefania. So my parents oh. came here in the 70s when they were my mom was 18 and my dad was like 21. And Elisa's parents are a little bit younger. And Stefania's parents, I believe, are also younger than my parents. They're my aunt and uncle's um, age. But they already knew each other and like other Italians that came over from like the same time. Because, you know, everyone in Ambler is from the same town <laughs> in Italy where my dad is from. So we were always kind of friends with those kids. And so thankfully, I had Elisa and Stefania to kind of commiserate in. We're not allowed. Italian girls don't do this. Italian girls can't sleep over. Italian girls don't go out here. Americans. It was always, and my Zach, my husband always is like, you know, you guys are American, right? And I'm like, yeah, but it's it's different when it's you're the first generation here. So we would hear our parents say, oh no, Americans are let their kids do whatever they want. We don't. So we would be like, oh, American kids are so lucky they get to do whatever they want. And he's like, but you're American. I'm like, I know, but that's not how we were brought up to think. So that's just how we viewed it. But at least we had each other to kind of say, hey, you're not allowed to go. Neither am I. Yeah. Or we couldn't lie and say, well, Lisa can go because then my mom would just call her mom and she would say, no. <laughs> and then we would get in trouble. For so then when you, when you would look out, um, into like the high school world of Wizahickon, what was your impression prior to going of like what a public school did you have? Like, you know, you said you, you I, knew some people, but. Yes. Like I knew I was friends with Christina McDowell cause she lived in the cul-de-sac um, right next to mine. And we would play for when we were kids all the time. And her dad, I remember was strict, but her mom was so cool. And I remember like, hanging out or going to Christina. She's like, well, I'm going out. And I'm like, oh, must, and I would like watch her get ready to go out. And I was like, oh, well, must be nice. I'm going to go and go to bed now. I'm going to go call Lisa and tell her you get to go. We don't. And I do remember that. And I remember being scared because I was like, I heard it's like rough and I don't know who goes there. And we knew some people, but not a lot. And like, so it was, it was scary going into high school everyone already being friends and like kind of knowing each other and then you kind of going in and being like hi i want to be your friend too which is hard to do so i do remember being a little nervous and scared about doing that like am i going to make friends and then i remember getting our schedule and i remember danielle and elisa having like all these classes together and i had nothing with either one of them and i was so upset and I was like what am I going to do like what I don't know anyone and I'm not really shy but I am at first especially coming into a school where I don't even think we visited one time I remember coming my Elisa's sister was a senior when we were in eighth grade so we got to come in and kind of go around the school with her sister and my cousin was also a senior and we were just like okay, this is like what it's like to be in here. But we didn't, we didn't know what we were going to do when we got there. Yeah. So that was, that was scary a little bit. 
so then when you get in there, uh, that was always my, that was my middle school experience, right? Having no classes with my friends in these pods. Well, we had these pods where they broke Yes, up. I, Yeah, I heard you talk about pods, yeah. So what was your experience now? No classes with your friends. What are you doing? I, so I don't even remember if it was the first day of school or did we have like a day where we like got all got to go freshman so got to go first like with just us to get the lay of the with land just us and and our right did we go to our classes yeah did we, we like okay we went we did like a like maybe a half day or something all by ourselves something. so that we okay could, i so we could feel learn like i don't building. know yes so i don't know if I, I it may have been the first day of school and i met chrissy shuck and i met her like I said, I have a like terrible memory, but I remember I think being in gym and I, it may have been Christina McDowell who introduced us. Somehow Kim Devaney, because we always knew Kim, even when we were in middle school, because I think Elisa played basketball with her and Elisa's older sister played basketball with Kim's older sister. So we always knew Kim and Kim introduced us to Mindy. Do you remember Mindy? Yeah, Mindy Wirtz. Yep. Yep. So she introduced us to Mindy. I'm pretty sure one time, like at the mall. So I do remember meeting them the first day. And I remember meeting Chrissy and I remember my shoe broke and she walked around with me. And then we were like scared because we missed, I had missed, um, I had Mr. Lazar and who was the English teacher? Um, Chapel, uh, uh, Foy. Foy, Miss Foy. And I remember we missed her class because my sh- my heel had broken. And I don't even know what we did. We may have walked around. I'm not sure if she even remembers that. But I do because I, I just remember thinking, oh, my God, this is the first day of school. And we missed it. And Miss Boy was so nice and she didn't care at all. But I remember then feeling, OK, then once I met Mindy, she kind of introduced me to people. And then I felt a little more comfortable being in there, but I was still kind of like, well, these kids are cool and they get to their friends and I'm sure they get to hang out and I will not be able to hang out with these kids outside of school, which really sucks. So I do remember that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, You already had like you're in, but then you're doubting yourself. Yes. No, I knew. I knew that if I was ever invited to go somewhere, I would have to make something because I, my mom would be like, uh, no, Number one, are they Italian? Number two, no, I don't know their parents. And I'm like, great. Well, I remember the first time we went in a car with Susie Mullet and we were going to the mall. She had to come inside and meet my mom. And she had to go inside and meet Elisa's mom (laughs) before we were allowed to get in the car with her. And I think we went to the mall or to the movies because we used to go to the movies and to the mall. That's where we went. Mm -hmm. And I never forget. And Susie was like, I have to. And we're like, yes, (laughs) my mom wants to meet you. So please just come inside and meet my mom. And she did. And my mom was really nice. And Susie was always nice. But yeah. And that was that was the extent of like outsider outsiders was like Brandon and. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, it was very like you have to hang out with people that we know. Otherwise, you're not going uh, in high school. Then did you get involved in any type of any type of activities or anything extracurricular to buy yourself some more time? No, like Elisa did. And I should have like she her and Danielle did field hockey. 
And I didn't. I just was like, I'm not really that good at sports. I was really good at volleyball. We had volleyball in our Catholic school. And I think we even tried to get Wissahickon to get a team and they wouldn't do it for some reason. I don't remember why. And so then I was like, meh, I was lazy. So I was like, no, I, well, I don't want to do sport. And I should have. I should have done field hockey with them. But I didn't. I was like, man, I'd rather talk on the phone after school. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather gossip about people than go play sports, which I should have played sports, but I didn't. No. What uh, what kind of uh, classes? What were your favorite classes, teachers? You mentioned uh, Miss Foy, Mr. Lazar. I remember Miss Foy. Yeah, Mr. Favorites. Lazar. Yes, they, I remember him being really just funny and, and just crazy out there. And I know we've talked about the Italian market that trip that we went on, which was crazy. And of course, who, whose mom chaperoned on that trip? <laughs> my mom. Oh, wow. My mom came and Stefania's mom came on that trip. Did you buy anything? I, you know, I don't think so. Tag watch? I, mean, <laughs> I don't think we didn't bring a chicken home. I know that. No, I don't think I don't think we bought anything. Oh, and Jess Davis. I I think I had had started having a lot of classes with Jess Davis because she came. She was like in our group in the Italian market. Okay. Because I have pictures of us, and she was she was in those pictures. But I remember just being like, "Great, here comes my mom. She's embarrassing and great." <laughs> so. No, it's funny. Like I never I never went on that trip. I didn't get to go on that. Really? Yeah. It was that, that was Mr. Lazar's class. Cause yeah, cause he was there. No, I remember him yeah. being so excited about it and telling us all about it. The and pizza then, bread. And yeah. Oh my God. And everyone was like rushing to get this bread and it was like insane. And then I think we just walked around. I don't even think we did anything. Yeah, I don't really remember. Do. That's all you can do. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's like butcher shops and, and pasta shops and, yeah, 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 that's it. I just remember, I think my mom bought, and Spine's mom bought like food and maybe lunch meat or something. Like I remember them doing that, but that was, that was it. I don't think we actually bought anything, but it, I remember them, they were, I, he was a funny teacher. I liked uh, Mr. Lazar. But Miss Foy also was, was actually one. Yes, of your, uh, I do remember her. I remember she was really funny and she was just cool. I remember that. Anyone else that stands out or, or subjects that you were? Well, well, subjects probably, I don't know. English, I guess I was okay in. Miss Patterson, I feel like everyone's going to say Miss Patterson. I remember she was awesome and she was so nice. And Mr. Cairns, because he was cute. And we all thought he was cute. And his sister was like in a movie or something. So I think we thought that was really cool. Okay. And Mr. Brody, he was my math teacher, I think, from ninth grade till... 12th grade. Oh, really? Because I was terrible at math. Oh, I was terrible at math. Was that? I like think I failed. M was that MCP yeah. classes? Oh, definitely MCP. And I'm pretty sure I failed every year. I remember I'd have to go after school and D, D hall, right? That was like when it was like downstairs. Yeah. yeah. And like the base. And he was like down the there. Yes. Yep. I remember almost every day after school going and, and him trying to like, help me and I, there was a bunch of other kids in there too i don't remember who but we were in there and i never liked anything he was just fun he was always really nice so what kind of student were you then 
overall? Like a C, I was okay. B student, B yeah, student? Yeah, like C and B. I was never, I wasn't going to be in honors or I wasn't, no. Were Lisa and Stefania? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think, just, uh, I'm trying to think. Stefania may have been in math with me. She may have had math classes with me. I think. No, Elisa was always a lot better at math um, than me. So she was always in a different math class. Um, but, oh, and I remember Senorita Satinsky. She was really sweet because I was took Spanish and Senorita's, I think it was Zorinsky. I remember with some kind of name. She was the other one. She, I remember her being short with like short blonde hair. Okay. I remember having her as in Spanish and I really liked her. She was really nice. I always had the guys. I had the I had uh, Senor Gant, and see, I don't uh, even... he was uh, tall. Oh, and I had Senor Romeo too. See, I didn't have her. See, I never remember. I oh, had... she was the worst. She hated us. I've heard. I think I heard that from Alicia. I think Alicia said similar. Alicia, I think Alicia was in my. I think maybe it was just that class because I think Chris also said he was in that class, which I forgot he was in that class. But it was like me, Alicia, Melissa Morgatan. I think Pete Stampone was in that class. Yeah, it was. I don't think we were very good. I do remember she called my mom once to say, like, I talk too much. And my mom was like, yeah, I, you know, if you can get her to shut up, what you can call me back. But otherwise, I there's nothing I can do for you. And then she hung up on her. <laughs> so. hey, you didn't have uh, in, in Catholic school, you didn't have uh, foreign language, right? No, mm -mm, no. So were you into taking Spanish? Was that like something that was? Yeah, like because a... we spoke Italian at home. And so Spanish is like, is almost the same language. There's a lot of similarities. So when we got to high school, I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to take Spanish because that comes naturally to me, more so than like German or French or anything else. Did you feel so like, I, um, were you seeing like any, once you were there for a little bit, were you seeing like the benefits or the novelty of public school? Were you into it versus what you knew before? Um, I liked it better than Catholic school. Catholic school was really strict and they're it, like, we weren't very big. It wasn't a very big school and everybody was always in everybody's business, which I guess in Wissahickon, we weren't that big and Funny we were say kind that, of, yeah. But that was even smaller. And sure. most of the kids in the class, most of the boys were my cousins anyway. So even if I did anything, they would just go and tell their mom. And then, you know, my mom would know. And so, yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool. And we got to dress however we wanted because in Catholic school, we wore uniforms. Oh, so what's and that so, transition which, for you? Oh, it was, I mean, it was great. I had outfit. I remember, I'll never forget. Mindy told me you can never wear the same thing within two weeks. So I, <laughs> I swear she said that. So I, I would plan my outfits out for two weeks and then I would switch it. And then I would go back to like rotating my clothes again. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was a big, you know, girls, high school girls are always trying to yeah dress nice or look nice and oh yeah i would wake up at like six o'clock to get ready for school i was gonna ask how early are you getting up for that 740 belt yeah. oh because the makeup i mean and then it was if my shirt was dark blue and and light blue my eyeshadow was dark blue and light blue also which is terrible to think of now but wow that was the start of them um how are you buying all these clothes? Are you, uh, do you work? Are your parents? Buying yes. Yeah. I don't, 
No, no. <laughs> my, my, like I said, my parents were immigrants um, so who came like in the 70s and their 20s. So no, I, they were not buying me things. No, I always had a job. I worked at uh, the church at St. Anthony's and I worked um, at the YMCA um, and I babysat. I think I babysat for the same family every Saturday night for all of high school. Wow. Yeah, the same. Yeah, the same family. They were like, we just want you to come every and I went every Saturday night and then Friday nights. Sometimes I would go out and then most of the time I would babysit for other people that I met at the Y who wanted me to babysit because I was just trying to make money. So I awesome. could buy my own stuff. So your social life was kind of uh, kind of just as you were describing it as you were younger, you didn't really venture. Yeah, out. it was like, I mean, we went out and I I, when I wasn't babysitting, because I remember going to the movies a lot, and I remember going to the mall all the time and walking around with boys and, <laughs> <laughs> or chasing boys. And I remember doing that. And then once I started dating Zach, then, you know, then I would, we would go out on dates one night and then I would babysit. And then he would go out with his friends and I would babysit. And sometimes he would come with me because I babysat for these boys, these three brothers. And they loved him. He like came one time to like bring me like food or flowers or something. And they loved him. And they would ask if I could bring him along. Like the mom would be like, oh, is your boyfriend around? <laughs> and so he would come with me sometimes and play with the kids. So they fell asleep and then we would hang out. So so it was a mix, but I was never allowed to really go out and, you know, with people that my parents didn't know. When did Zach come into Wizaken? Oh, junior year. 1999. 1999. He's, he's got a way better recollection of things he's sitting right over there than me. Because I am like, I don't remember. I get my years mixed up. And sometimes I don't know if it was high school or college or after college, I'm like, I don't remember. It was in the 2000s at some point. But 1999, he came in junior year. But we didn't start dating until we were seniors. So then what's your, like, when you're going through that high school time, what's your, like, experience then as your friends are dating, right? Everyone kind of around in the social world is kind of dating. What's your, I mean, are you trying to, are you trying to sneak date? Like, I mean, it would have been nice, if, but I was never, um, boys were not looking at me. Well, not in high school. I was always getting smacked on, on the ass a lot because everyone, everyone said I had a big butt. Um, but that didn't happen before I got to high school. So it was always about Elise and Danielle always got way more traction or boys always liked them way better than me so i kind of just was like okay after a while i was i came to terms with it and i was like okay fine they're not going to be looking at me so it doesn't matter so like if we went to the mall and we were like walking behind boys i would be like after an hour i would be like all right i've had enough of this and then i would be like i'll be right back and i'm excuse me my friends like you and we've been walking around forever did you, can we do this so that I can actually go do what I came here to do? <laughs> I was always kind of like the mom and I, I still was even after school. So I'm always like, all right, well, let's, let's get this going. And I didn't have a problem talking to boys because I knew they weren't looking at me. So I had no problem saying, Hey, my, my friend likes you. Mm. Let's do this. 
So, yeah, and I was good friends with Monica, and Monica always had a boyfriend. And I remember going to the mall with Monica. She had this really cute boyfriend who worked at the mall. And I remember always going and seeing him with her and thinking, oh, must be nice. She has a nice boyfriend. But, yeah. Did you ever, like, integrate with, you know, the popular crowd? Did you ever go to parties? Did you ever, like, find yourself kind of like... Parties? No. No, because there was no way I was going to be allowed to go anywhere near that. Um, I was just too afraid of my parents and that they were just really strict. And so, no. But yeah, I was always friends. I mean, everyone was really always nice. Like I would see Rena sometimes because she lived on, and I forget that street. Um, but right there by um, when it was Nick's Deli and Heather. Mm. Um, and sometimes, and sometimes I think, I feel like Julia Preston would hang out too with Rena. And sometimes we would see them like after school, if we were like, we're walking or something and we would see them. Um, but never like hanging out. Like I, I went over Simone's house a couple times. Um, and my mom, never, I think she met Simone, but she never met her parents, but I'm pretty sure my, my mom met Simone. And so I, well, I did go over there. I did go to her house a few times. You talked about like when you were younger watching like, like, you know, from the window and like, you know, has some, like stuff you couldn't do. So were you watching like, you know, or listening to what was going on on weekends or whatever with like, with all the kids that we went to school with and like wishing you could engage a little bit more in some of that? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I was like, because they like sometimes they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're like doing this. You should definitely come. And I'm like, yeah, of course. And then they, in my head, like, I can't come. But it's nice to say that. So sometimes, yes. But I was so used to it that I was just like, it's it's whatever. It's not happening. So it's fine. I just like to hear about it the next day and, you know, hear about what's going on. Yeah. In other people's lives, which was fine. I was OK with that. So. See, that's the, that's the exact opposite of me. I wasn't okay with that. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't okay for a long time. But then when I realized it's not go, it's not my parents aren't changing their minds. Then it's what what else am I going to do? I was too afraid to like sneak out or actually go out or and do any of that because they would have killed me. Yeah, for real. You had a uh, a younger sister. I did. Who was allowed to do a lot more? Two years. No, me and again, you said it was firstborn, right? Yeah. Yes. No. And well, in Elisa's case, it was just her and I. We we caused trouble, and I think we probably would have if we were allowed to go to parties and do all that. I, I think no one would have liked us. I think everyone would have gotten really annoyed really fast with us. Why do you say that? Oh my God, because we are just, because after like when we were in college and we started going out, we're just annoying. I mean, we're just loud and in your face and like one of us is on a table. I mean, it, it just gets to, and everyone's like, you guys are so annoying. Or when people would take pictures, you know, with a camera, we would like run in front and like, to pose and or mess up their picture i mean it would we were just uh, i mean there is literally a, a tv franchise built on that <laughs> yeah yes yeah we bet we definitely would have been the pre snooki and jaywell maybe 
she might not like that reference, but I feel like we definitely, we, yeah, we can get out there. So I feel like maybe it was better off that we didn't, we weren't allowed to do those things because we would have annoyed people and then they wouldn't have liked us as much. I don't know. That's my story. And I'm going to, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. What, um, what did your parents do? So my mom worked at the YMCA because like I said, both my parents came over neither one of them went to college. So, and like my mom spoke English, but my dad's English was very broken. So it wasn't, it wasn't very good. Um, but he was a stonemason. So he had, he worked whenever he could. It wasn't like a steady stream of stuff. So what was there? Did they have a, something for you in mind of like what they wanted you to do once you got out of high school? Yeah. My mom said, you're going to college and that's it because I didn't want to, I wanted to go, I wanted to be a hairdresser and I'm going to throw it back to tech school. I should have gone to tech school to be a hairdresser, but my mom would not let me because she said, I have to go to college because that's the American dream. You, you have to go to college. Right. You need a college degree so that you can go to work and make money and not, um, you know, have to struggle or kind of like them because they didn't speak the language very well. So I had to do a lot of things on my own or things for them. I mean, I, my, I, my mom had brothers and sisters who were younger and my aunts and uncles who are going to listen to this, um, helped me a lot through school, but, oh, it, you know, my mom didn't always want to have to take me to my grandmom's house because they're a lot younger than her for like, cause they were still in college or, or just out of college or to their house to help me with like my homework all the time. So my mom was like, no, you're going to college and that's it. And I was like, okay, fine. So then when you get this, this kind of mandate that you, you will be going to college and you accept that, did you accept that? I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah. What do you start thinking about that you would go to college for? I didn't, I had no idea. I was like, what do I want to do? Cause I can't be a hairdresser. So what am I good at? Definitely nothing has to do with math because I cannot do math. So then I said, I'm good at English. Oh, I wanted to be a speech therapist for a while because at the when, when I think we were seniors, my little cousin was going to speech therapy. And so I was like, oh, okay, maybe I can do that. I like to talk. And so I would go to his speech therapy with him and I talked to the speech therapist and here I come in again being lazy. She was telling me like all this schooling that you have to do. And I was like, Mm, no, try, I'm not trying to do that. So, uh, no, I just want, <laughs> I'm terrible. I just wanted to marry someone and who, uh, who had money and then I didn't have to really work. So I was like, no, well, that's what I'm going to do. So no, I didn't have big ambitions back then when I should have, but I definitely didn't. So you were just going to play the game of, and just pick a, pick something, take your yep. classes. Yes. Take my classes, try and get through it and just and graduate and have a degree so because I wasn't a, like I wasn't getting straight A's in school so I was like I don't even know where I'm gonna go so you called yourself lazy is that that was what you think your your issue was in yeah I think I kind of I was more interested in 
being social or like I didn't really want to study or I just wanted to talk on the phone and and we had and I had friends from like different schools because of like our Italian like group I so I had friends in like Hapur Horsham or I think when we were in ninth grade Unami and then like CB West and so I used to um call them after school and we would kind of talk about, Hey, like what's going on in your school or what's going on with this person, this Italian person that we know. And then I would just got, and I would make my phone calls after school to like, see what's going on in upper Dublin, what's going on in Heifer Horsham. That's what I was interested in doing. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom was like, get off the phone and go study. I'm like, whatever. Okay. And I did. So, and I should have. So. Did you have a computer? Um, yes. But not maybe until like we were no, no, we I had a computer because I remember dialing up. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it was not a very good computer. I was going to ask that at, at any point did this like did this phoning of everyone ever come become like an instant messenger thing? No, I re- I don't remember. I remember going over Danielle Tumala's house, and I remember we would instant message. I don't even know who we were instant. Me- probably somebody that was like ran like a random person. But I remember she always had the cool tech. Like she had a phone in her room, and she had a way better computer. And she like so I would always be over her house after school too because we could just go in her room, and it was way better than. And in my house, we weren't even allowed. I couldn't even go up. I couldn't bring my friends upstairs in, in our room. So. Mm. It's no fun sitting downstairs in the family room with my mom sitting there. So um, I would go to Danielle's house where, where it was a lot cooler because her mom wasn't home yet and her dad didn't care. And we would just go upstairs. Then we would go in her computer room and I am and instant message, God knows who. But no, so no, it was always the phone. I love talking on the phone. And I still like talking on the phone and everyone hates talking on the phone. I like the phone. I love it. I love it. If you're texting me and I have to text you back and I start and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to call. And then people don't answer. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to call you because I can't text all this. I don't like doing that. I want to have the conversation. So I loved talking on the phone. I text, uh, I text like information that needs to be exchanged uh, right then and there or things that aren't worth a phone call. Uh, But I ought with, with my best friends, anytime. So I don't drive often, but anytime any of my friends are in the car for like more than like 20 minutes, I'll usually get a phone call and we'll have like a, a great half hour conversation. And like, yes. that'll happen a few times a month. And I love that. Yeah, no, I love that. Alisa used to, before when I was at home, she would call me when she would um, drive to Ambler from Allentown, which is like almost an hour. And that was our, we would just talk like every day on the phone when she would be driving or like going to work. Like when I lived in PS, we almost lived near each other in California. You were in Temecula and I was in Carlsbad. Me? Really? Yeah. Weren't you? Weren't yeah. you in Temecula? Didn't I hear you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Temecula, bro? He did. He I was, was there in Temecula. For, I was only there for a summer. First, okay, we were there for right three, four years, 
four years. Uh, I was there uh, 2010. Okay, so, that's when we left. That's when we left. Because like, we had our son. I, we had our son. I had, uh, we had our son um, 2009. And we were in, he joined the Marine Corps in 2005. And then we moved to um, San Diego and he was in um, at Pendleton. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I left. I, I left after the summer. I was not a West Coast guy. It was. <laughs> It was fun. It's nice. It's expensive, bro. It's expensive, but it's very, bro. It was, I, coming from Philadelphia, now we've been gone for so long that uh, when we come there, I'm always like, all right, game face. Like, got to remember, but we got to be mean. We can't, especially because we lived in Texas. And especially after being in Texas and then coming back to Philadelphia, you're like, oh, shit, we're not in Kansas anymore. I was like, no, no, game face on kids. Let's, <laughs> we're not, we're not in, in, in decent parts. So I, but I remember coming from Philadelphia to California, I was just like, oh my God, these people need to, everyone's like, yeah, no worries, man. It's, the football of America. it's cool. And I was like, if someone tells me no worries one more time, I'm going to choke them. Like I just couldn't take it. Every, and now I'm like, I wish I was back in California where everyone's so laid back, but at the time coming from there, that was just, I couldn't handle it. I was like, it took me a while. We were there for like four years. So I got used to it. But that very beginning, I was like, I, these people are weird. And I can't. You know, it's interesting because you come from like this, this kind of big Italian community and, you know, especially our area, Ambler, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, so many people stay. And you have yeah. every reason to stay. And, you know, with, with your upbringing, very strict, what's your yeah. outlook when you're now going to go to college? What are you thinking in your head as far as where can you go? Are you having options to like leave the state? Do you want to leave family? Do you want to, are you going to a state? Well, I didn't school? really want to. I didn't really know at the time, at the time I did not want to leave. I didn't even want to live at college because I was like, I don't want to live with other people. Like I'm not, I didn't want to do that. So, and every, my, all my aunts and uncles, except for one, one went to Villanova, but everyone else went to Temple. And so they were like, you're going to go to Temple. And I was like, okay. But I didn't start out at Temple. I went to Monco first. For I, I, which was honestly the best thing I think, because I paid the two years I went to Monco, I paid it myself because Uh back then it was, it wasn't, I think it was like 900 a semester or something like that where, and I was working. So I paid it myself and I didn't know what to do. Cause then once I got there, I was was like, Oh, there are other things that I like. Like I, I took a lot of women's, um, women's studies classes and I took, I did education for a while because I was, my mom was like, Oh, you should be a teacher. And I was like, yeah, maybe I, maybe I will. But then I, I don't know why I, I stopped and I didn't, I didn't want to do that anymore. So I was like, never mind. But so I took a lot of child psychology classes and, um, at Monco, but I, I liked going there and everybody was there. It was like 13. I think we called it 13th grade, right? Because we were yeah, 202 you. Yeah, because we were all there. What was your feeling? So I was like, I felt kind of embarrassed to, to uh, yeah. be going. I, it, my yearbook is, you know, there's 
a few references to people saying like, good luck in whatever you do. And, and I've said a few times, I can imagine the conversation. They're, they're writing my yearbook and they're saying, they want to say good luck blank. And they go, where are you going? What are you doing? And I'm going, oh, I don't really know. Cause I didn't want to look him in the eye and say, I'm going to Monco. Cause in my head that yeah. was saying, I'm lazy. I fucked up. I didn't make a right. Plan. I didn't do. Yes. I wasn't smart enough. I didn't. I right. Yeah. No, I kind of felt the same way because like Elisa, we went and looked and that was the other thing. It's not like my parents took me to go look at colleges. Like we weren't like, that is not something that they knew how to do. Yeah. So we like, we didn't go and do that. I didn't know about that. The only, like we went and looked at, I think Drexel because Elisa's older sister went to Drexel. So we went with Elisa's mom and Elisa and we went and looked at Drexel and I, and I applied to Drexel, but I did, I don't, I didn't get into Drexel. I didn't have the grades to get into Drexel. Um, but I think that was like the only school that I went and, and looked at. There was no like college visiting or like going, cause that's just not how, you know, my parents didn't know anything about that. And even my aunts and uncles who went to cut, they went to temple and that was it. My aunt was, went, and they went through Wissahickon. My younger aunts and uncles went through Wissahickon and my aunt, my youngest aunt, she was really, really smart. And she got into all kinds of different colleges that she applied to. Yeah. But my grandparents did not speak. And my grandma still does not speak English at all. And they were not allowed to, she had to go to Temple because, and Temple Ambler, because my grandma was like, no, you're not, you're not going away because that's just, we didn't know, you know, you didn't know anything about that. So we weren't like looking at colleges. So I just was like, if I don't get into Temple, then I'm going to have to go to Monaco. And I did, I didn't like, cause didn't they post it somewhere like where everyone was going? Yeah. I think it was in the newspaper. Like yeah, with all the graduation like announcements. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, well, my name's not going to be like that. The, the, exactly. the American kids get to go to these cool colleges because their parents knew what they were doing. And like, I always kind of looked at those kids as like, oh, like that's that's what an American family is like when your parents speak the language, they have real not real but regular jobs and they've gone to school mm -hmm. and those kids know how to like I didn't know to get into clubs until senior year I think I did key club only because Elisa said I think we should do key club <laughs> I don't even know what it was See, I have no 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 one no I remember like one meeting or or was it FBL and I think we did FBLA too but I never did anything for FBLA I think I just put it in there so I could have it but I didn't know like oh that looks good for college and maybe my aunts and uncles told me that but I probably I was probably going yeah I don't know about that so there was a lot of stuff that we just didn't know and I was like well I guess I'm gonna go to Monaco so I knew that clubs were good because um it was in TV shows, right? Like Jesse Spano, Andrea Zuckerman, Andrea Zuckerman um, did clubs because they were the smart kids in this on the show. Right. But I didn't, I did draw, I did musicals, but not for college, right. not for, for college. Cause I thought I was going to be a, a theater student. I thought I was going to go right. to school. I thought it was going to be on Broadway or, you know I mean? That's what I thought I was geared up for. I was going to go right. to college to do music, to do theater and all that. But my parents didn't really have my dad went to college for a couple years at temple 
My mom didn't go to college. So I never really felt like I had that, like that experience of here's what you need to do more. So like, are you applying early on enough? Like, I think I applied at the very last like moment that you could, Yeah, me too. you know, and like by then it was like, dude, you were like way bottom of the list. And now that we're getting this late, like we should, you're lucky we're even sending you a, a rejection letter, right? <laughs> you know? So like for, for, I felt that exact same way where I just felt so unprepared to mm-hmm. go into the college world and it was, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I felt a little like, oh, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not going to be going anywhere. And I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know some of those other colleges like Zach went to Shippensburg. I had never even heard of that or like, I didn't even know these other colleges. I knew Temple and I knew Drexel and Villanova because that's where my, one of my uncles went to Villanova. And I wasn't going to get into those two schools because I just didn't have the grades for that. And then Temple, I thought, oh boy, everyone expects me to go to Temple. So, but it was too late by the time I was like, oh, I should probably do better in all my things. I, and I, I was just terrible at math and I still am terrible at math mm. and I can't even like sixth grade math. I'm like, mm, nope, not, nope. <laughs> Cause my son is in sixth grade. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> go ask daddy. I just can't. I used to be great at math and I can't remember it at all anymore. No. Or I'm he asked me things and I'm like, when are you ever, I'm a substitute teacher at a middle, at my son's middle school. And so sometimes they're like, can you help this eighth grader with his math? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I can, I can do that. And then they're like, so Miss Rowe. And I'm like, I haven't, I don't even know the last time I even saw what this is. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, let me Google <laughs> how to do this. Or I call one of my cousins and I'm like, uh, you got to tell me how to do this problem because I don't know what this quadrant, like yesterday, these eighth graders were doing something. I'm like, Miss Rowe, can you help me? And I'm like, Nope. I was like, I've never even seen that before. I don't know what that is. I can help any other subjects, but math. I cannot. I just, so I just, I knew that I was, my grades are just not good enough. So, but I liked Monco. Monco was, was good. Yeah, I liked it. Once I got there and then everybody started coming and all of a sudden everybody started showing up at Monco. I was like, it really oh, okay. was a 13th grade. We're all here. We're all here. I would. I remember eating like it, going and getting breakfast, and um, oh my god, I would eat with Monica Sugary sometimes. And um, Tom, now I can't remember his last name. Oh my god, Novak, Novak was there. I just I had, remember I had everybody. A class with him. Yeah, I had class with uh, Brian Keenan. Uh, yeah, and I think Brad. Uh, no, that was at Temple. I then then I get confused between Monco and Temple. Who I saw at Monco and who was at Temple, but. Yeah, no, everybody was kind of there. And then it was like, oh, okay, so this isn't so bad. We all kind of showed up here. And and then and then I went to Temple anyway. And so it was good. Did you do the full did you do the full two years for your associates at Monco or did you Yeah. 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 I think you... I, I may have even gone an extra semester because my um counselor like messed up and told me I only needed like these credits, but I needed one more. And so I had to do like an extra semester at Monco. Um, but I graduated in 2000. No, I graduated in the spring in 2006. So I think everybody graduated in 2005, but I had to go till May, 2006. Exact same. I did. I did two and two and a half at Monco for my sushi. Yeah. 
And it was the same thing. Like I, I needed, I don't even think it was full time. I think I needed like nine credits. Yeah. Yeah. It was like something really dumb. And I was like, thanks a lot lady. So uh, what was your experience, you know, coming from such a, a small group of friends at Monco, but also having like this outside world of family and friends around you? Now you've got a little bit more freedom with your time. What's your experience socially um, with that, like small group of four when you're at Monco? Are you meet, making new friends at Monco? Are you done? Yeah, yeah, I met, I met a lot of um yeah, I met a lot of people um, at Monco that I can't remember now, but I do remember, I mean, I was still working because I, I worked all through college. I still babysat. I was still working at the Y um, at that time. And I was still with Zach. So he was he was far, far further away from me. Um, so I was just kind of either hanging out with my friends, like Ali, I still obviously with Elisa and Danielle and Stefania, um, we were always kind of, you know, in and out of each other's lives, but Stefania and I would go to school together. Um, we would go to Monco together. We had, we had classes together. I remember, and Brianne was there. Um, we had a class together and so we would go together. Sometimes we would go to lunch too, like with Brianne we had a really cool class. It was public speaking with Brianne and that was, um, that was a cool class with kids from there. So, yeah, it was kind of the same thing. I mean, I was allowed to do a little bit more um, as I got older, but I was always just kind of working and um, trying to do well in school. I was like, well, I better, if I want to go get to Temple, I really need to like, and I had to study. I, it didn't like come naturally to me. So um, I just did me. that. It was really yeah. I didn't so I, at all. I didn't, I didn't do the memorization of notes really well at all. No, no, I, I, I couldn't really either. So I really had to study um, to do well. So I tried to do better at, at school by like really studying. And then I still worked during the week and on the weekends. And then, you know, we'll go out with like Elisa or, you know, we'd go hang out. Um, but and because Zach wasn't around, I didn't really want to like go out out. So I was missing my boyfriend. So. Um, my honey how, bear. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Zach starting in 11th grade, does, do you like, is it flirtatious at all? Is there any like hints of that or does it not come until it comes when you're, when you're <laughs> seniors? Gonna, I apparently he liked me, I think. Man, I liked her in 1999. Whatever. So he liked Day me <laughs> before I liked him. He was friends with Elisa, but girls were, I mean, he was way more popular than, than yeah, he was, he was he was Zach from Texas. He was Zach Rowe he from was Texas. Tex I don't he was Texas. Like, I don't yeah. remember it like that. He doesn't he was I remember like, it like oh, that. and I'm like uh, I remember it like that. You were captain of the football team. Yeah. Like, I thought it was nice to everybody. And he was nice. You were nice. You were a jokester. You, I remember you were yeah, always I doing like, stupid stuff. I like to mess around. But girls, and I remember Melissa Morgan in Spanish would come in and be like, oh my, Maria, he likes you. And I'm like, Melissa, I don't care. <laughs> like, I know I don't care. And he asked me to prom actually in 11th grade. And he took me, so we were going, me and my sister and I went to Italy that summer. We left before school was even um, out and we stayed from like June till August. Now that was a big deal for me to go. It was just me and my sister. We got to go by ourselves. 
that was the only thing on my mind was I'm going to Italy and I'm so excited and I can't wait. And I was buying clothes. Then this guy asked me to prom and I said, yes, because I didn't know he caught me off guard. I didn't know what to say. And then I was like, I don't, I don't want to go. I couldn't find a dress. So I said, I don't even remember (laughs) how I said it, but I was like, yeah, I can't go with you. (laughs) Like, I was just like, nah, I can't go to prom with you. Uh, he was fine. He ended up going with Susie as friends with Susie Mullet anyway and other <laughs> other girls. Yeah. So he ended up doing just fine. Um, but and so I was that was it. That was the end. And then I left before school was even out to go to Italy. And we didn't, I didn't come back till the end, the middle of August. Hmm. And then we, when we went back to school, he started talking to me again. And then I was like, oh, okay, he's, he's not so bad. He's not such a, everyone likes him. And I was just like, nope, yeah. I don't want. But then, then we were flirting and then he asked me out. And then that's it. The rest is history. 20 years later, we're still here. <laughs> which makes us sound really old when we say that. Come on now. No, but... But there's a lot of us that are still together. It is. It's very like it's, Sean and Jen, Kyle and um, Steph, Steph. Uh, Alyssa and um, Josh. Right. Yep. They got they got married. Yeah. Yep. Who who else? And that's rare now. I mean, people are like, "What?" Especially when I tell the middle school kids, they're like, "You've been with your husband since you were in high school," and I'm like, "Yes, it's mm-hmm. a long time." Yeah, it's That's it's cool. it's not uncommon in uh, in our class, especially when it's such a small class. Yes, I we were because I I do feel like we were even though it was seemed so big when I first got there in ninth grade. Like, oh my god, I'll never even know. I think by senior year, I still don't think I knew everybody in our grade, but I think everybody kind of knew who everybody was. I feel like, or you were put in a in a category of where you kind of were, you know? You know what's so funny? That's exactly what I thought until I started this podcast. And now I'm coming across like certain people and I just go like, I have no idea who you were. Like, I I just don't like, I can remember to this day, she hasn't done the podcast, but I remember the last day of of school, it was graduation uh, rehearsal. And we were in line getting ready to go out. And it was like, like in line, it was like me and like Brandon Deese and like somewhere in the middle was this girl. And I look and it's Lauren Davis. And I don't know if she remembers this, but I remember I look at her and I go, who are you? Almost like, almost like someone was crashing our graduation. And yeah. Like, like I go, who are you? She goes, I'm Lauren Davis. And I go, who is she like Lauren Davis? And I go, and I don't know who that is. You go to school. <laughs> right. But see, I remember faces like if I saw a face, I'm like, oh, yes. I now I remember I used to be so good with names. And now you tell me your name and it goes whoop, right over my head. I, I'll forget instantly what people's names are. But I do remember senior year. I remember having a class. I don't remember what the class was, but I remember this boy. And I don't even remember his name. His, his name may have been Will. I don't even know. And I just remember us going who are you? And he was like, and who are you? Like, I've never seen you. And I've I've never seen like, who the heck is this kid? And then that was the only, we only had this class and Molly Foose was in my class with me. (laughs) Who else was in that? I can't remember. Will McBrien. 
Maybe I don't even know. He may have even signed my yearbook, and I still can't. I have no idea. But I do remember Will thinking, No, but and I don't really remember him either. But he did friend me on Facebook, and I thought, well, we went. We have a lot of friends. But it could have been him. But I I don't remember his hair being blonde. Uh, when you're dating Zach, uh, or you're starting to date Zach, what's the protocol with the with the parents now? Oh God, he had to come in and meet my mom and my dad. And I'm pretty sure that my mom said, I know she definitely said this. I just don't remember how early in our relationship. Well, you know, she doesn't have to like date an Italian guy, but like we don't want her dating anyone Irish. At least you're not Irish. At least you're not Irish. And I was like, ma. He's Irish. Like that. Why would you have said that? And she was like, oh, no, but it's okay. Like I did. It's not what I mean. It's okay. Yeah. And my, I was like, my biological last name is Matt. And I was like, okay. So I was like, well, that's my mom. So um, alrighty then. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. She's Irish. It was great. <laughs> what? Um, is it a serious relationship? Right from the like, is it like? I mean, you guys stay together through college. He yes. You said you you said that uh, that he had gone away. So where was he at that point when you were not around? Um, he was he was in Shippensburg. He went that summer. Okay. Right after we graduated, he went up to Shippensburg. He started summer school. So that's when people talk about, I've talked about like, you know, oh, we dated, you know, and then, you know, we, you know, hey, we're going away, you know, you're going to college, let's break up was what, yeah. that'd be pretty serious that you decide to stick it out through college. Yeah, no, that wasn't like, I don't think we ever said like, oh, we're going to break up because you're going to ship because he would come every weekend almost down to and stay. Did you stay at my house? I don't I don't think he may have like slept on the couch. I think at that point he still he did that. Yeah, no, we never like talked about, oh no, like you're going away. I'm not like we're gonna break up. So no, we didn't um that wasn't an option. That like wasn't something we talked about. So for you then that was like your first real relationship. Is that like is that heavy, hard, like difficult to like um, no, I think, I mean, I always thought, I mean, I had boyfriends, but never were we like actually would go out. Well, we were never old enough to go out on dates. Right. It was always like in middle school. Um, so yeah, it was, it was different. I mean, my, I had to really like, it took a long time to be like to my parents, I'm, we're going to go out to eat or we're going to go to the movies. You need to be home. And like, even after prom, our senior prom, he did get a ticket though. So that, that ended our night. And so we had to come right back home, but even so it's not like we were going. I had strict parents too, man. Yeah. His parents were strict, but not, not like ours, Okay. but like, not like mine, but um, yeah. So what we weren't really going too far, but, but yeah, no, it was like, okay, this is, this is what we're going to do. And then, there was never like, oh, we should break up or because then he went to Kansas and I was still here, but we were still together. He still came and would visit and we just kind of said, this is what we're going to do. And 
So you just yeah. kept adapting whatever, whatever was yeah. coming about. You just kind of just kept adapting with it. Yeah. 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 And then, um, and then he moved back, I think when we were juniors, juniors, he came back here and then, um, towards the end of my senior, our senior year, he joined the Marine Corps in 2005 and he had left for like boot camp, and I was, it was like my last semester. Yeah. Cause then we got married in 2006. We got married in that same year. Did you transfer to temple? I did. Yeah. What was your, uh, what did you go for? Um, English. I'm like, I think liberal arts is like my, um, my bachelor's is in liberal arts, but then I, I took a lot of things. I did English. So I was like, well, I could be like a reading teacher if I wanted to, or, um, I guess, I don't know. I didn't really know. what. Well, that's, that's what you thought if you were to go away anyway, was to just kind of like run the bases and just kind of do the rounds of liberal arts. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. And then I took a few different things. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I can do this. And, and then I got a job, um, right after we graduated was that like a like a school slash daycare uh for Merck so it's only for the employees of Merck oh, yeah but it was like I mean I had to make lesson plans and even for like the little toddlers that I that I worked with so I and you and I got and so because of my degree it was I was able to be like a lead teacher and I liked doing that because I always worked with kids so I um I liked doing that. And I did that until we got married. And then he had to he went to war. He went to Iraq. And then I moved to California. Wow. Um, yeah. so now you're moving and which was a big, big ordeal. Right. I mean, you know, you nobody, nobody goes. Like, why why do you have to go to California? You're you're not you're not gonna make it. You're gonna come back, you're gonna miss your mom. Like even my cousins, like all of the Italians are like, what? And an American boy. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And I didn't get married in the church, which is which being Catholic is, you know, mm. they. I still get asked when I'm getting married, even though we've been married for 14 never years. Happened. <laughs> it's like it never happened. And we, yeah, we didn't. We did that because we got married at Bluebell at the courthouse because we needed to get married before he was being, you know, out, going to war so that I could have access to things and I could know what was going on. And so that's when we decided, okay, we're just going to get married. And then when I come back, we'll see where I'm stationed and then you'll move. And I was like, Oh, I think I can do that. And everyone's like, you can't do it. Like you, you're going to miss being here. Cause I do. I liked being around my family. I liked being around everybody I knew. I like being in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked that. But then I loved him. So I was like, well, we're, I'm going to try and we're going to do it. And, and I haven't been back since. I mean, we came back for a little bit. We came and lived for like two years, but that's it. We've been, we've been gone since. Um, it's not just, you're not just moving, right. With your, with your husband, you're, um, you know, going to be the wife of a, of a soldier. Yeah. Which, What's going, you're taking that on. We're post nine 11 when that's going on. Um, yeah, that was hard. It was hard. It's once when you're in that life, like you don't think about, 
you know, because if you're not in it, it doesn't occur to you. But being in that whole military world, once we got to California and he came home, we did not live on base because he didn't want to live on base and I didn't want to live on base. I was not, I did not want to be immersed in that world because I had met the other wives and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be in the, I don't want to be in that world. But it's hard, especially so him coming back with his friends after being there was hard for them to be back in civilian life. So it was like I remember a lot of guys used to come over to our house and just kind of hang out and be like what do we do now we just were fighting and you know saving people and watching people die and and now we're here and people are just like hey I'm going to the mall and like how do we come back it's hard I I really do feel for all the guys who are in the military whatever branch and their families coming back because then you as like a spouse you're like how do I I don't even know what to do to like help in that and like you know a lot of their resources are not always they're frowned upon sometimes I feel like like guys asking for help while you're in that especially in the Marine Corps because you know fuck with the best I like the rest like the, that's their motto so it's kind of like nope we'll deal with it on our own which takes a long time so when you what was your travel experience you mentioned going to italy but were you like well traveled around the country prior you know prior to you going um, to I california been, i had been to italy a couple times and i had been to the dominican republic because my mom's uncle lives there so i i had gone there and then your usual new jersey delaware maryland new york connecticut because i have family there um, but never that far and by myself. Right. Now you're going to be living there alone. Without like my family who my grandma lived in Ambler. My aunts lived there. Everybody lived within walking distance. And I saw my grandma almost probably every day, at least once a week, twice a week. So it was always like family. That's it. It's just, it's always your family and the same group of people. Like having friends was hard, like leaving my friends and being so far away and then the time change also because you know three hours ahead right or behind i mean and then so yeah it was it was hard getting used to meeting people and then going okay what do i get a job do what do i what am i gonna do i i was a nanny while i was there um for this little boy which was really it was good because you know he he did his thing and worked on base and I was a nanny. And then like all military start having babies. And then we, we had a baby and we had our son in 2009. And, um, and then, so that was hard. And then having a baby, it gives you an in with other moms. Cause you're like, Oh, I'll take them to a little play group. And then you can kind of start meeting people. But in the military life, you, not everyone understands you know, what you go through. So there was a lot of military um, wives and moms kind of where we lived in our complex that I was friends with. Um, and some that weren't that, you know, were just our neighbors. Um, but I'm pretty good, I think, at adapting to 
situations like that because I, I had a hard time, but it was never like, that's it. I'm done. I have to go home. Like I never, I never thought that. I just thought, well, I got to make it work and so I'm going to, but I was always coming back to Philadelphia. Okay. I was always traveling and coming home whenever my mom and my sister and my aunts would come out and visit when we lived in California. But that was, and it was a big deal for my parents for me to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And for me to not have a wedding because being Italian, you your wedding has to be. <laughs> yeah. It kind of bucks all your tradition, huh? Oh, definitely. Oh my God. I have, I have, I'm done with all the traditions. I have not done anything that I was supposed to, other than just, I got my, all my kids are baptized. So, and also being Catholic has also a lot to do with that. Not just being Italian, but being Catholic and you didn't get married in the church. So that means you're not really married, even though we are married we just didn't have a wedding and then being italian you know your wedding has to be big and it has to be you know more lavish than the girl who got married before you and i didn't do any of that and people were like to my mom i can't believe like she didn't even get married and how do you feel about that and she left you like people were italians are not the nicest and a lot of people were like to my mom like Oh, she, can you believe like she left? Like, instead of saying like, wow, that's, I mean, not a lot of people do that and kind of leave our little area. Like good for her. No, it was never like encouraging, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I survived. You know, growing up uh, first generation Italian American, what, what was like, you know, we really came up in kind of the, I guess the re spark of, the cult of the pop culture world of that right with i mean like goodfellas existed when we were very very young but like we were yes. in like the beginning of like sopranos and uh you know jersey shore when we were you know in college yeah in college yeah. growing up as first generation what what was that like for you experiencing that um i, mean, I, I mean, mean experiencing it like celebrating it necessarily i mean literally like seeing it around you but actually living it with your parents being immigrants it was it wasn't as like strange because everyone else around us was the same. We're all like and I always group us together as Kelly Brownsford, I think she used to call us the Bella Mafia. Um, we all were growing up kind of the same way with our parents not really speaking English, even though. Like I said, Elise and Stefani's parents were younger, so they I believe they went to school. Um, here. So they were a little, little bit better than my parents because mine were older. But I believe like Stefania Luciano was also um, like a first generation and her parents were a little bit older. So it was nice because we kind of all had that together. But there were a lot of things that like growing up in that little world that like when I started babysitting, we were not allowed to have macaroni and cheese. Like I did not eat macaroni and cheese until I was like 16. Because that was not allowed in our house. My dad would not let my mom even, wow. like we would see it 
I'm like, no. Elio's Pizza, I think we had it maybe a couple times, but like not in front of my dad. That, that was not that was not allowed in our house. I know. It's like the craziest stuff. And it's like, wait, it. people don't eat a seven course meal for dinner. Like when right. I would babysit and I would have to make food for like the kids. I'm like salting the water and the pasta. And I was like, oh, should I make some sauce? And, and they're like, no, we don't even like literally just put it on the table and let the kids eat it. And I was like, I I don't understand. You don't have bread. You don't have salad. There's no meat. Like, where is your seven course meal? So there's a lot of things that we were like, oh, okay. Not everybody does this because that's not, they're not growing up the way. It, we were very much immersed in like the Italian culture even though we were living here the italian channel is always on we're always watching italian shows or listening to italian music we would get cassette tapes of you know like if elisa would go to italy or one of we would bring back all this music and like so we had all that but it was always us so we always just were like well this is what we do and this is normal until you would go to someone else's house and you're like oh i guess people don't do that (laughs) americans drink milk with their dinner that is like blasphemy like there's no way that any italian is drinking milk with their dinner what did you drink for your dinner um well well my mom would make like iced tea or there was always wine always wine at the table which we could always have some if we wanted. It was never like, no, you can't, but didn't really. I not sh- till I got older did I start that. <laughs> Wanting I, to be like, oh, I'll take a little bit. <laughs> I strangely remember not being allowed to drink at the dinner table. My dad, I feel like, would get mad, if I'm remembering this correctly, would get like angry and tell me like, uh, you can't, he doesn't want you to fill, he didn't want me to fill up on like liquids. I had to eat my dinner because I hated eating like real foods, you know, yeah. vegetables and all that. So I would, I would probably try to drink like milk or soda or something to fill up. And he would say, no, no, you just eat. Then you drink. Yeah. afterwards. My dad was like that. He would never drink until he was all done. And I would just like, aren't you thirsty? Like, how can you eat your whole meal without drinking? But he, he would. And then he's like, you should do the same. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't, I'm not doing that. <laughs> And I'm thirsty. And then yeah. I would drink. I, we would, but yeah, my dad would be like, he wouldn't drink with that. But we always, there was always like wine or beer um, on the table and water, but iced tea or like Italian soda um, that sometimes we would have. But there was, yeah, some things we were just like, oh, okay, I guess not everybody, not everybody's mom makes bread from scratch every three weeks or makes this like type of bread or does these things. And you're like, Oh, okay. Well, super ready for the quarantine then. Right. Making bread. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> way ahead of, way ahead of her time. Here. 50 oh, yeah. years, 50 years ahead of her time. <laughs> yes. My, my mom always would send me and actually uh, it depends on where we lived, but there are a lot of brands that you can't get in anywhere else in the country other than Philadelphia. But some things my mom sends me or would send me and I'm like, I still live in America. So I, I can go to the store and buy this, but thank you for sending me pasta. But like now here, I can't get a lot of type of pasta or the brands that you guys have up there, which is crazy because we're not that far. Florida's not that far. There's yeah. a lot of stuff you can't get here and you can't find good bread anywhere. So you start, you start having, how many kids do you have now? 
Three. Three. So you start when you're in California. Uh, did you want to have kids growing up? Did you, I mean, you grew up with like a oh, yeah. big family, right? It's, yes, I have yeah, lots wanted. of cousins. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I only had one sister, but yeah, no, we, I wanted to have kids and he wanted, He would have had five or six kids. It was up to him. Thankfully, it's not. And I'm three is good enough. Um, but yeah, we, I always wanted to have that. And then we started, you know, in 2009, that's when he was born. So, and then you said you went to Texas after that. Yeah. Then we moved to Texas and Zach went to school in Texas after the Marine Corps and his parents lived, um, in Houston and his brother was there. So they were like, why don't you guys come to Houston? So we did. We went to Houston for a little bit. Not my favorite. I don't like Houston. Um, we lived in a, in a super, it's called the Woodlands. It's outside of Houston. It's literally, they call it the bubble. I call it the twilight zone. I've never lived in such a place in my whole life. It's like a master plan community. That's all encompassed. Like it's own mall. Like you never have to leave this place if you never. And then once you did, then you, you were in real, you were in cut and shoot Texas once you got out of the woodlands. And that was like real Texas. But in this place, I, I, it's very affluent, very uh, white. And I, so we lived there for a couple of years and I worked at Starbucks. I was, I was a barista and it was, um, it was interesting. Everyone just assumed I was Hispanic, which was fine. So I would say I was from Chile and um, they would just automatically speak to me in Spanish. Oh my like, God. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's fine. But I'd never lived somewhere where it was so blat- blatantly like, especially coming from there, like having lived like in Ambler, being at Wissick and, you know, like being very diverse to going somewhere where it was not. I was like, wow, places like this really exist in the world. It's crazy. Maria, can I tell you what I thought? about earlier before we hopped on here because you know i try and think about like my guests a little bit like what i remember and you know we had a few classes together and here's what i literally thought about when earlier today and i'm just going to tell it straight from my head so zach i know you i apologize but here's what i remember thinking <laughs> i remember thinking uh i was literally walking around the kitchen behind me going like oh i, I feel like how many times did i like annoy her with uh, Maria, I just met a girl named Maria. And I, think, <laughs> yeah. and I go, I know I did that all the time because I love West Side Story. You're the only Maria I really knew. And yeah. I said, I wonder if other people did that. And I go, I wonder why I did that. because She's not even Hispanic. And then I thought, yeah. I wonder if other people did that too. And I go, and that was the JLo thing. And I said, to myself, well, she had the butt too. And I wonder if, if that was just like a whole thing. And it's exactly now. Yeah. No, actually, a lot of people saying, yeah, no, everyone's saying that song to me, that. And how do you solve a problem like, like Maria? Maria? Yeah. From, yeah. So, no, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone just assumed I was Hispanic when I lived in, in Houston. And That's it was funny. not funny, yeah. but funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, and I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Just so I just am Chilean because I thought that sounded more 
cool. Because you don't really hear that. You don't hear people from Chile. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Chilean. Wow, that's great. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, you want to be able to shock them when they're guessing. One of my biggest uh, one of my biggest disappointments is when people are trying to guess my my race and I get Samoan, I get uh, Puerto Rican, uh, I get all types of weird shit, Indian, uh, Middle Eastern. And then I go, I'm just I go, no, no, I'm, I'm black and white. I go, oh. Oh, they're disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't excite them enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, people do. I always get either a Hispanic is always the first one, but I have gotten people have thought I've been mixed before. Like, and even in high school, I used to get that. I've, I forget. They were older girls would always tell me I looked like this one girl who was mixed, but I do get that every once in a while. People are like, Oh, are you mixed? And I was like, mixed. Like, like, what do you mean with what? What do you mean? And then they're like, uh, and then they don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then we also lived in Dallas too, which I like a lot better. Okay. I like Dallas. Great. Dallas was a little more, yeah, it was a little more diverse. I just liked the area. I liked the people. Um, when we left, I was, I was sad to leave Dallas. I was like, eh, I kind of like it here, but, but we really like Florida. This is, this is our place. So you went from Dallas to Florida? Mm-hmm. And how yeah. long have you been in Florida? Six years. The longest we've lived anywhere. All, all our kids were born in different states. So our son was born in California. Our middle daughter was born in Houston. And then our youngest was born in Pennsylvania because we came back. So after Houston, my dad got sick. Or we thought he was getting sick and he didn't want to go to the doctor. He was super stubborn. And so um, we said, you know what? We don't really like it here. Let's go back to Ambler. And so we moved back in with my parents because we weren't sure what we wanted to do. And then my dad got sick. He got cancer. Mm. And so I took care of him for a year, a year and a half. Yeah. And I got pregnant, which I we were not expecting the third one. That was that just happened. And so we were like, Oh, okay, here we go. And so I was pregnant and taking care of my dad. And, um, and then he ended up passing away. Um, the same week I gave birth to my daughter. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, there was a lot of things happening and wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he died on Tuesday and she was born on Friday. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. That is a wild uh, story. Yeah, yeah, it was. I know. And for that to bring it back, for you to get pregnant unexpectedly, and then for things to happen so. Yeah, and then it just kind of was like, oh, yeah, because we, I was, we were in the middle. He was in the middle of like his chemo and me figuring out because my mom had to work, and so you know Zach was working. We had the two little ones, and everyone was. No one was like can stay home. So I was taking him to his doctors and stuff. And I had gone to visit my in-laws in Houston with the two younger kids. And when I had come back and I was, and my mother-in-law was really into exercising. And so we exercised and like every day and we drank every single day for like a month. <laughs> she loves making martinis and she's really good at them. So we drank and drank. And then we came home and my sister goes, you're awfully fat for walking out every day like what's up with your stomach and I was like yeah you're right it's kind of like what I was like this is so weird and she goes you're pregnant and I was like that's not happening I was like that's that can't be I don't I've been gone for a month like that's not even possible 
And then, yeah. And then I was like, oh. I was like, well, mom, I hope you love your grandkids because you're about to get another one. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, oh, that's great. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, everyone's great. I gained so much weight because I was just eating Marcella sandwiches and pizza and pasta. Oh, man, it was bad. And then my yeah, dad right. passed away. And then that week, everybody brings you food. And I was, I mean, I was just shoveling food in my mouth. Yeah, how delicious. horrible time, but how great was it to have all those foods when you were pregnant back home? Oh, my God. At the end, I mean, I was I mean, I was just shoveling it. It was fantastic because I loved all that stuff and I didn't get it with the other two. So that was just like, oh, I mean, it was it was bad. I mean, people were bringing pizzas and pasta and they're like, is that your third Marcella sandwich? And I was like, yes. I mean, it was like. Because I was I was going into labor like while my dad was still like alive, but I was a scheduled C-section, which is so they they wouldn't let me change my mind. And I wasn't sure about changing my mind because I had had complications with the first two kids going not I didn't I had drugs, but having them uh, vaginally. And uh, so I was like, I don't. I don't know that I want to do that again. It would have been really not. So I had, I picked, I picked the lesser of the two evils, but then they wouldn't, I'm like, listen, my dad is dying. Like I want to, and they wouldn't, they were like, no. So I was like, okay. So I think he was like waiting for me to have this baby. And then I didn't. And that I was like really upset about, like, I felt guilty somehow. Oh, and it wow. was like, I didn't have the baby when he was still alive, but I mean, I knew that obviously I couldn't help that. And then, and then, yeah. And then he died. Um, I like, I went and helped pick out his casket and I remember like trying to get in so I could, I'm like, well, I'd like to see how comfy. And I couldn't cause I was so humongous. And I was like, oh, this. I was like, well, sorry, dad, if it's comfy or not, you're getting in this one. And then, and yeah. And then I had her that same week. So it was, it was wild. And then we were like, I don't think we're going to stay in an ambler there was just too much and yeah yeah it's a that's a lot i was gonna say it almost feels like a proper chapter ending yes yeah it was kind of like okay we we came we did all we could for my dad but this is not really where we want to be you know we were gone for a while we just this is not where we wanted to be i have obviously roots there and so i have a little more um nostalgia with it but like zach is used to moving all around and he's like what is, come on let's let's go and yeah it's like okay I, it was a lot easier leaving the second time i think than it was the first time and then going to dallas which was i liked dallas it was you know the kids went to school and i made friends which was easier um, there than it was before but yeah so it was a little crazy yeah favorite movie in high school that's where i get confused oh. about like what was like what what was in high school i i'll i have to remember maybe can't hardly wait because people thought i looked like jennifer love hewitt and when we went to the movies i went with mindy and my sister 
Mindy was trying to trick these boys into thinking I was like, like I had come to 309 Cinema to watch this movie and they were believing it. And I was getting so nervous and I was like, we have to leave. Like, I can't, what if they ask me for my autograph? I'm not doing this. I, I just was so embarrassed. I was like, I can't. And they really thought I was her. And she like was like trying to be so loud and like, I'd like put sunglasses. I mean, it was, that's incredible. I did that. At, I did that at quite a few times where people thought I was her and I did sign an autograph once at the mall. And I'm like, all you have to do is look down at my chest to see I am not trying to you it. But no one was smart enough to do that. So I was like, okay, I guess so. We didn't know what we didn't know boobs then. Like we had no idea what boobs really look like. I well, I mean I'll be honest. I guess not, because nobody I nobody remember. ever knew that it wasn't. I remember back then, like, oh, this girl has big boobs. She doesn't have big boobs. Yeah, dude, I think they're big. No, dude, that's the bra. Like we had no idea what boobs were big, small. Yeah. So I didn't know what they look it, like. I, I always thought, like, how do they not realize? All you have to do is look down and see that I am not. No, I am not her. They're looking at the straight hair. Yeah, it was. Right. It was the hair. Yeah, there was a couple times where um, where people really did think, and I had to like leave because I was like, okay, I'm not. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> These people are way too excited, and then they're going to be really disappointed when they find out I'm not her. Do you know what's really funny about that? This kind of just struck me is that I remember. So I used to love Can't Hardly Wait. And I and um, I got the, a tape. Uh, Sean Higgins had taped Can't Hardly Wait and Armageddon on a VHS. Oh, yeah. Armageddon is real big. And I borrowed it from him. I think he got a bootleg and I borrowed it from him. And I used to watch it. I didn't give it back for like six months. And I watched it every single night. Loved both those movies. And I would fall asleep to him. And I always remember like the black guy who would always and I would go, Man, I hope I'm never like that guy. He's like, hey, you remember that time? And I go, this guy's ridiculous. And I go, because I always have like that type of memory where I remember stuff from like from like elementary school, and my friends are all like, "Why always bringing up old stuff?" And I go, but now I'm thinking like, holy shit, I am completely that you guy. You that guy. You have become that guy. <laughs> Ooh, that's so. Fu- Isn't that funny? That that's is really funny. funny. You became that guy. You just did. That's okay though, because this is fun. But yeah, oh, Armageddon was really big. I remember going to the movies and seeing that, and Titanic. I think we went to and saw Titanic like oh yeah, Titanic. at least three times. What about? I feel like or I don't know. Maybe it was uh, maybe it was uh, Romeo and Juliet was middle school, but Leo was like huge, right? Yes, I do think did Romeo you cry? and Juliet. Did you cry oh, over Leo? Did. Like did Leo? Like oh my god, every single time. Every how could she have done that to him and he died? Oh, every single time at the movies, all the girls are like, <laughs> and then you, we bought the cassette and it came in two because it was too long to fit on one. Right. So it was in yeah, it was in two. Did you was he? Did you have like a a, a Hollywood like heartthrob crush? I liked, um, well, going way back to uh, New Kids on the Block, I was a big Joey. Joey McIntyre. Joey McIntyre was it. And so was, um, oh, my God. What was his name? McKnight. What was the other? Jordan Jordan. Jordan Knight. Oh, yes. Yeah, Jordan was, yeah, he was real big. And then who else? I liked Nick Carter. I was a Backstreet Boys fan. You know, there was a big, I was not an NSYNC. I was sure. a Backstreet Boys. Sure. Um, so I was definitely Nick Carter. 
fan and Ricky Martin. I was really into. I had a necklace that said Ricky in tenth grade. So I was. Is that why people thought you were Latino? Maybe, maybe because I was super into Ricky Martin, and yeah. Um. So yeah, I had posters all over, pictures of from those magazines. It's funny you mentioned uh, Joey McIntyre and Jordan Knight because they both like had that resurgence when we were in high school where they both came yes. out. <laughs> like, so were with you songs. In- yes, yeah. I saw I saw Jordan Knight when I went to an sync concert with my little sister and he opened for them. Yes. Yeah, he was he had like a big thing. Actually, on HGTV, his brother. Now I forget his name has like um Joey. Uh, or Jordan. Uh, Jordan Jordan Knight's brother. What? Jonathan. Jonathan has like a show on HGTV and it's like called like Road to Farmhouse or something. He like redoes these houses and I was watching oh. it on my lunch break at work because I have a TV in my room. And I was like, that looks like a new kid on the block. Like that's gotta be Jonathan. And then I was like, no, it's not him. And it's definitely him. Wow. And I was like, wow, are we that? I mean, and he looks like him but obviously older yeah but i couldn't believe that he has a show on hgtv and he redoes these old houses in, in boston and he's really good at what he does wow. it's crazy that makes me feel good that he's not still trying to sing no yeah no i think he stopped right i, I think he had issues when, <laughs> yeah those guys yes. are like still coming it's like you know it's just it's in their heart it's their yeah. only stream of revenue they've been doing it since yes they and you're like they didn't go they learned no other skill set yes oh my god yesterday you know what song um i had these kids put on youtube was um remember soul for real <laughs> yo this is group? fucking crazy whoa whoa are you about to tell me that you listened to soul for real yesterday Yes, Candy Rain. I'm Whoa. not even joking because Whoa. these girls were trying to get me to listen to Cardi B or whatever. And I, for somehow, I don't know how it came up. And I was like, let me show you a little something when I was your age. And it came, and I was like, like I was like dancing and they were like, Miss Rowe. And I was like, shut up and listen to the song. Yes. Okay. You want to know what's really weird? So yesterday... Uh, what am I bumping coming down the street uh, on my way home yesterday afternoon? Candy Rain, Soul For Real. That song was like amazing. Last night, I do a podcast with Max Wood. Do you remember Max Wood? Yeah, oh my, that was like his best friend. (laughs) So earlier in the day, Max had posted, like he often goes live from work on Facebook. And he's often like singing songs. What is Max singing? Every little thing you do by Candy Rain. So I'm like, oh yo, my Max. God. when we link up, I go, Max, dude. I psycho. I gotta tell you, dude. I was bumping Soul for Real earlier today too. I go, that's so crazy. You were listening to that, and then you start going, yes, I'm going, that, that is what came up. And that's I was the watching trifecta. the video. I know, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, this is the video. But I remember having the cassette of that because in the beginning he's they sing that one they sing like a, an excerpt from like a different song right and i'm like, like you guys I'm like, or something yes yeah and i'm like you guys just listen and they're like we want to listen to wap and i was like be quiet and listen to soul for real i was like this is music just like i put on bone thugs and harmony for my son because i had that cd i think in eighth grade mm-hmm. and i was like 
Hot son, just listen to just a little bum, bit of this. Bum, Not bum, your bum, 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 bum. Now tell me what, what she gonna, gonna do. do. Crossroads was like, Crossroads, do you remember like the video in the beginning? She sang uh, do- like when doves cry. Yeah. Oh, that was like the best. Yeah, yeah. And the only, he only liked like one. Some of the songs I'm like, yeah, okay, you probably shouldn't listen to this song. <laughs> you probably, probably should skip that. He's like, you listen to this? I'm like, Busy Bone was right here. I mean, his voice, I just. <laughs> and first of the month was the first song I ever heard. And that was oh, like, yeah. that hooked me on to that. But that was funny because he he listens to like, I don't even know these rappers that these kids listen to. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> I like the other one that. I like is Juice World. Oh, yeah. Juice World's good. I like to have an even mix of both. I like to. You know, I like to. I still listen to to Jay Z and Jada Kiss and Mob D yes. and Pusha T and you know. Oh man, I always tell the kids like I loved TLC. That was my first CD I ever oh, yeah. got was TLC in my Walkman that I got for my confirmation in sixth grade. That was like my present, and then I got the CD from TLC, and I was like, crazy, sexy, like, cool. Yes, I'm the coolest person I know right Waterfalls now. Waterfalls. Oh, Waterfalls was a fucking phenomenon. I mean, that that's still, when that comes on, you're still doing. That was our thriller. I mean, that was our thriller, yes. right? Waterfalls I mean, that was, was our thriller. And I could recite all of Left Eyes, uh, like her rap. I, now I couldn't. But then, man, I knew every word to that. The Missy dance. Elliott, she's still. Yeah, no, that's it. Don't go chasing <laughs> Waterfalls. It's like these kids don't know good music. I feel like they—they're mm. not everything they listen to is very good. But I like—I love Missy Elliott. Oh man, I still turn that on in the car. For you, we've named a lot. Did you have like a, a top artist or album or or song or something like musically that was like your number one? It would have to be like either Mariah Carey or. Backstreet Boys. I mean, I was, I mean, I was just really into those then, but I also really liked like Missy Elliott and TLC. So really I'm so bad at like pinpointing one thing. I can't have, you asked me what's your favorite. I can't, I have like a lot. So it would have to be in there because I liked both that genre of music. I like both of them. That was like, there are certain songs that bring you back to being you know in high school like oh yeah i remember that song i remember doing this like i remember we would tape like elisa and i would tape like britney spears we would tape her videos record that and then try and learn the dances to like um crazy or oops i did it again like i just remember like oh like we're, we're gonna learn this dance and we would record tape it rewind it play it over and over i don't think we ever learned the dances but not sometimes you didn't try and do the one on the boardwalk. Oh, oh, when she did like this thing, yeah, it was the, like, yes, oh, yeah, oh, no, it was, it was that, yeah, no, we did, yeah, we did that too. Yep, I forgot about that song. I almost forgot about that song. So, uh, so now you're, you're in Florida. This is, uh, this is probably permanent for you. Yeah, 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 we really like it. We like being, we're close to the beach and, we just like, we like the weather because at first we were like, mm, well, I was like, Florida is one of old people, it's hot, uh, but it's actually, re- it's really nice. I, I understand why people come here now for six months out of the year because it really is nice. And then in the summer, it's hotter than shit here. 
but everybody has a pool and the beach is like 30 minutes down the road. So, um, so this will be the moment that I go to the yearbook. Oh boy. <laughs> and we take a look here at your, at your resume. Oh God. It's not very long. And I think I lied. Oh, you lied. Well, I don't know. I, I think. Now you got the two I, things. The two things are in here. Oh, FBLA and Key Club. There you go. Same. You've got the FBLA, uh, 10, 11, 12, and Key Club for 12. Yes. Your quote is anger oh, makes you smaller while forgiveness forces you to grow beyond what you were. I don't even know where I got that from. <laughs> it, I, I, when people are like, I got that quote from the, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I have no idea. I wish the office was on because I would have had I, my quote now would have been that's what she said. That would have been my quote. <laughs> I want to <laughs> Google since you have no idea. I, I want to Google it because no, it's like, yeah, Google. It's kind of a deep quote. Yeah. While forgiveness forces, yeah, it start. It comes up in yeah. in Google. Oh, who's it from? <laughs> Where did I get it? Sherry Carter Scott. Anger makes you smaller or forgive forgiveness forces you to grow beyond what you were. Sure. Oh, so how you, about that? Look at me. So you said what you were. The quote says what you are. Oh. I don't This, honestly, I have this no says idea. what you were though, too, though. Let's see. This this one says what you were on this website. So um it is about punishing in a different way. Don't you think forgiveness is a quality? I don't I don't know. This is someone else commenting. I literally have no idea. I I don't even know where I got. I don't remember because don't we do that in eleventh grade? I think we did it in eleventh grade. So let me just Google who Sherry Carter Scott was. It's an author. Oh. PhD, MCC, number one New York Times best-selling author. The mother of coaching is her name. Look at me. Yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting that that's where you got that from. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. No idea. I wish I could. I would have done something better. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Bless you. If it was now, it would have been that's what she said. Bless you. That's what I would like to change my <laughs> quote to. All right. We'll just change. Maybe I'll black it out for you and just write yeah, it Yeah, black it out just but that's what, that's she, what said. she said. Uh, yeah, thanks, thank Mom, Dad, Abby, wow. for everything. I love you. Nano, you'll always be with me. That's your grandmother? Yeah, my grandfather. Yeah, he died. Or grandfather. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Nano, yeah, you're right, masculine. Yeah. Uh, my friends. So I actually did start to look at this, and I went, there's no fucking way I'm ever going to know these. Oh, I think I, I think I know. I think I know my... Cause I, I have my yearbook. So I, I looked at it. I think I know who my initials are. LTB. LTB. Okay. That I don't know. KD. Oh man. Why do I? Yeah. See. (sighs) KD. I have no idea. Darn it. DP. Oh, go get the yearbook. I need to look at it. I feel like I need to look at it. 
Uh, I got HG. That's got to be Heather Goodwin. It's Heather Goodwin. Yes, yeah, definitely Heather. SW. Simone. Simone Woodland. Simone Woodland. Yeah. BFF AD. That's Elisa. Elisa. Yeah. SM. Stefania Messina. And TS. Terrace. Squad. Uh, <laughs> Teresa Soraya. She was a great above us. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, LTB. Oh, I got to look at that. I have no idea. Uh, so no Danielle. No. Yeah. Cause no. your quote, okay. cause your quote was about her. <laughs> no. So Danielle. Okay. I, we, we weren't, we, we weren't friends at the time. That's why we, we were best friends from, we were little up until about ninth grade when she got pregnant. Then, then there was a little, there was like a rift there. We weren't, um, we weren't as close as um, we used to be. So no, I don't think I would have, I didn't put her in there. We were kind of not speaking at the time um, for, I don't even know what we do now. I, she sees my mom and she goes to my mom's house. My mom teaches her how to make meatballs and sauce and stuff. Cause she works at a dermatologist where my mom goes to. Um, so yeah, but at the time I think we, we had grown apart a little bit. Yeah. So we weren't, we weren't speaking. God, um, now I thought I knew everybody. I'm like, I can't, I can't even. It's you. It's still you. I mean, I've seen you on Facebook and everything. Like it's, it, you look still the same. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of do still look the same. And that I, I had come back from Italy fresh with that hairdo because I had long hair. <laughs> and I went there and I was like, I transformed. I came back with no bangs. Because I remember Tara Cooper Smith. Yeah, because Tara Cooper Smith was like, Maria, you don't have bangs. I'm like, I know. I got rid of them when I went to Italy. And she was like, I just, I admit, did she have bangs? I'm not sure. But I do remember Tara saying that to me, like, oh my God, Maria, you don't have bangs. I'm like, I know. Tara did not have bangs. No, she, I don't think she did. No, no, she, she I think she just center, commented. Center part. She had center part. She had really pretty black, black hair, center part. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what I remember. Yep. Me and Jen Sloss had the same routine for our bangs, a big round brush that we would, oh. and then we would stick our fingers in, in between like this and curl, curl the bang like that. It was, we were hot stuff. Trade secrets. So, I, I really hope Jen remembers our I'm, bangs. I'm together. looking to see if I can find like a KD in here or, but KD, I'm not. Yeah, really, oh, Kim cool. Devaney. Kim Devaney. There you go. All right. We got one. Now we need a DP. DP. Whose last name was P? Don Parker. No. Daniel Pitcher. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Pitcher. Yeah. Because we were really close senior year. We, I went to her house a lot. We ate, we, we ate lunch together. That was senior year. Yeah. 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 I bet it was Danny Pitcher. Yep. Uh, This was awesome. I like, again, not knowing you really, and just having a few classes with you um, and and knowing Zach really a bit more than, than I knew you. 
um, being able to talk to you just about like life and growing up. This has been like awesome. It's been yeah, awesome. I think this was really fun. Yeah. And I didn't even know that like you knew Zach better than you knew me. So there, I didn't know it. Okay. So I'll have to, we'll have to link up with him. I'll have to figure out if he doesn't need social media, whatever I'll have to, we'll have to. Yeah. Or you can always go through me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, so I will. Uh, I'll. Ha- I will reach out to his people, which is you, and we'll schedule something. Yes, yes. His his people will contact your people. <laughs> but in the meantime, like you as an individual person, I had an awesome time talking to you. This was. Me too. Yeah, this was fun. really fun. Yeah, and yeah. let's let's keep in touch. Yes, for real. Because I want to eventually. I want to make a trip down to Florida, and this is one of the yes. stops I want to make. You do, do your Wissahickon rounds in Florida. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, you should. Awesome. Definitely. Thanks, Maria. Thank you. That was Maria Rowe. I never knew how nice Maria was. I think in high school, I probably saw a girl with a group of girlfriends and thought that was just a sample size of her social life. I would have never considered that she had a strict upbringing and a small group of close friends. So thank you, Maria, for sharing all that you did. And I look forward to talking to Zach and hearing his perspective on coming to Wizzahickon in 1999, as he confirmed for us. Subscribe to youtube.com slash redshirtplaya. Check out the special Hall Pass episode with Lizzie Black that dropped last week, talking about some of her time in the Dominican Republic. And of course, Facebook and Instagram at We Weren't Friends in High School. In two weeks, my guest will be Jeff Marcico. Very interesting conversation about Jeff's life growing up. And one of the more unexpected topics we get into was Jeff's passion for food and what or rather who took that passion away from Jeff. So I will talk to everyone in two weeks on a Monday morning with my guest, Jeff Marcico. Later.